Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Bontoon, and on this podcast, we will be exploring the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the perspective of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, healers, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Welcome to Third Eye Science. Before we jump into the episode, I want to share a few of my upcoming offerings in the end of June and into July. First, I am teaching a three-week series on Soul Tribe Online. This class is on Mondays at 5.30 p.m., but recordings are available. And the theme is Inner Luminosity. So this week... The session is the day before the solstice, and even though you're listening to this after the solstice, we are still in this portal, and because the recordings are up on the class archive, you can join anytime and um, participate in your own timing. So as we navigate this summer solstice portal, we have an opportunity to leverage the incredible light from our sun and balance our internal solar force with this external intensity. In this series, we'll engage with breath practices, yoga postures, and meditations to enliven your body, mind, and spirit. If you can't make it to the class live, as I mentioned, you can do them on demand in the class archive Soul Tribe Online monthly memberships start at just $35 per month. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes to sign up and learn more. Those classes will be there June 13th through the 27th. So we'll have one more in the series next week. And then from July 1st, to the 10th, our the Soul Tribe community is inviting you to join us for 10 days of wellfulness. We are excited to share this free daily session. Each teacher on Soul Tribe will teach a session. So it will really give you a sense of all the teachers and their offerings. And it's really meant to help you get into the habit, <laughs> the routine of spending some time with yourself every day. Basically, we'll be teaching the classes at 9 a.m. They're just a half an hour long to make it really accessible. And we're really challenging you to spend 30 minutes each day for 10 days, inviting oneness into your everyday spaces. Relax, breathe, 
meditate and respond from within. Enjoy connecting with a heartfelt community of wisdom keepers. We'll be exploring wellness rituals such as mindfulness, self-worth, wealth creation practices, breathwork, art, healing, and soul care for welcoming abundance in the now. So if you would like to join us, please go into the link in the show notes, and that will bring you to a page on Soul Tribe Online that has all of the information and how you can register. Again, this 10 days is completely free. So I'd love to see you there. My session will be focused again on this inner luminosity and really working with the light within, balancing the light of these longest days of the year as we are at the height of our summer. And my day is on July 8th, which is a Friday. So we'd love to see you there. Let me know if you have any questions. The next group energy and activation session, which I call the Third Eye Science Collective, The theme is Cosmic Embrace, and it's on the new moon in Cancer on Monday, June 27th at 7 p.m. This session will work with the energy of the new moon in Cancer. We'll leverage this nourishing energy to open our hearts and embrace our connection to the cosmos. Through this process, we'll amplify the innate love that we are and radiate it out to the collective. You are here to help uplift humanity by being and loving yourself. Acceptance, compassion, and love is an inside job. And by starting there, you open yourself to the unity and oneness that is our true nature. We'll sit in meditation together, then you'll relax and receive energy that will help you integrate and process the energy of the session. Now, these sessions are held on Zoom. But again, I send recordings afterwards. So if you can't be there live, you can be held in the energy of the session. And then the recordings are shared right after. And the session is just $13. So I hope to see you at some or all of these offerings in the the coming weeks and month. Now enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, Satnam and happy solstice. You're listening to this after the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, the winter solstice in the Southern Hemisphere. And it's a really powerful portal of energy. These are, uh, some of the teachings from the Kundalini tradition really call these the solstices, these two points in our year, the most potent, energetically potent days of the year. And if you essentially what you do in the days before and after around this portal, so the solstice portal, um, 
the solstice exact is at 2.14 a.m. on Tuesday, the 21st in Pacific time. So, you know, give or take a few days on each side, these days set you up for the rest of your year. Yogi Bhajan even went as far as to say that um, it doesn't matter what you do the rest of the year. (laughs) That if you really dedicate yourself, devote yourself to your soul and to your spiritual journey on these days, that you, you are essentially doing the work of the entire year. Now, for me, <laughs> I, I do take those, you know, I, I take, I do believe that these are really potent days. I do believe it's important to spend some time really listening and being with yourself. And I also do that other every other day of the year, but um, I'm doubling down, I will say I've done this 40 day practice, I'm on day 39, or yeah, I guess 38 today, of two and a half hours of the long Ekankar practice, which is, which is a chanting, a rather intense chanting practice, because it involves body locks. And, um, and I'm also doing it really early in the morning. And this is the first time I've done this. And it's, yeah, it's been an interesting, I'll, I'll probably share more about that next, next time note to self. (laughs) But what I wanted to talk about this week is listening to what energizes you. This was advice that was given to me by my chiropractor, my, she's, she does spinal network analysis. She, I've talked about her many times, Dr. Peg Capers. There's an episode with her. Um, and she really works with the nervous system. She's not doing what a traditional chiropractor does. She doesn't adjust me physically or my bones or crack me or anything like that. She's working with the energy of the nervous system to bring all the systems into balance, essentially. And she, yeah, it's just really incredible how uh, she often says exactly the thing I needed to hear in the moment. And her advice to me was to do what energizes me. And that may not look like, so even on us on the simplest level of like in my work day, obviously we have things on our schedules and times that we have to be here or there or do something. But when you have the flexibility, maybe you're, you're working on a project and it's just like a slog, right? We've all been there. And What if you realize, you recognize that's not energizing me and I'm going to do, I'm going to pivot and do something else and come back to it when 
the moment is right. And I've been following that and it is so interesting how even these mundane tasks that I never like doing, it's like, if I do it in the right timing, I can just blaze through them. And then when I pivot to the thing that does energize me, it's like, it's so, it just makes my day so much more fulfilling. And I think much more efficient. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, I'm very much into practices and, um, and just ideas that really make life more effective and efficient. I don't think we need to waste a bunch of time doing stuff. And I think that a lot of people do that. They spin their wheels because they don't know how to do something in a different way, or they're not willing to see how to do something in in a different way. And then it takes forever to do this thing. And it's really, it's not energizing. It really zaps your energy. And so I've been really experimenting with it. And this, these last few weeks, um, I have been super busy at work. This is one of the reasons why I didn't record a podcast the last few weeks. Also because it wasn't energizing me. (laughs) I was getting really brutally honest with myself. And, you know, because something like this, this is an energetic transmission. And if I'm not fully here and fully in the energy of it, it doesn't serve anyone. So I was focused on this presentation to our board of directors. And it was the first time I was invited to do that, to give a presentation to the board is a big deal. And it was my chance to really show what my team is doing, this very small team accomplishing an incredible amount of work and really purpose-driven, strategic um, communications. That's what we do. And it was like, I was so energized to do it. I couldn't wait. And one of my friends at work was like, I've spent 20 years here avoiding giving a presentation to the board. (laughs) And I was like, I was so excited when my boss told me, I was like, yes, that's fantastic. They invited, you know, our CEO invited us to do it. And it was really wonderful to be able to, um, not only let our whole small team shine, but really show that like we have put Embari on the map in terms of, um, our social media and even in the media in general. And it's something I'm really proud of. And I've been doing it I'd been doing it in the background for a really long time. And it's just been in the last few years that I've really been able to do it full time and lead in that way. And so that was really fun to like, see how energizing that was. And to also even like the week before 
being really honest with myself, like, okay, I need to work on my board presentation, but listening to, well, does that energize me in this moment or not? And then, and then like, okay, I'm going to do the other stuff right now. And then when I got into it, it just flowed. And I was working with one of my colleagues, we gave the presentation together and he and I, you know, we make a really good team and we just, yeah, we made this great presentation. I also have, um, you know, I'm a communicator. I really like things. I want to make things really easy to digest. I also want them to be beautiful. So this is like a presentation. I wanted it to be, (laughs) there's one group in our organization that always has beautiful presentations. And I was like, I want it to be as beautiful as that group (laughs) presentation. And, and we did, we really did. And, and there was like strategy and cohesion behind it because I matched it to our, the new website we're developing, which was part of one of the slides. And, you know, I made all the colors and the font the same as what the new website will look like. And it just felt really good. And it's all these subtle things that maybe a lot of people won't even notice, but it energized me, right? So it it was worth the time making all these changes to a presentation. Like we had a template and I just was like, I don't want to use this template. (laughs) So this is just a very practical example, but I also want to get to like, the physical examples of in your day, like what energizes you. So the other thing I've been doing in my work day is like being like, okay, you know what will energize me right now is if I walk away from my computer and take a walk or go for a run and fit a short run in the middle of my day, which I used to do all the time at work. And it's just something that has not, it kind of fell out of my normal routines since the pandemic when I've been working from home. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I have 45 minutes before my next meeting, I can go for a quick run. And I did it. And it just felt really great. Because then I would have time in the evening to do other exercises or, you know, make my dinner or whatever. I've also been eating way earlier, like focusing my food intake during a short, like a smaller window of time and not making a big, huge meal in the evening. And it, that is really energizing sleeping. Um, so even though I'm going, you know, I'm getting up super early, I'll sleep in, go to sleep back to sleep after my meditation practice and really listening to when, when I need to, how long I need to sleep and trying to get to bed early. That's always early enough to get up as early as I am is, is always a challenge, but I try. (laughs) And these are all just simple tools, like ask yourself, what energizes me right now? And follow that and see where it takes you. It's really fun. It's really exciting. 
and you'll find it can it may change the way you navigate life and it may you may have to flip your whole day upside down and that's okay maybe just that's another thing is like i'm i'm very good at getting into habits and routines daily routines and sometimes you need to shake those up <laughs> and creating a foundation like just knowing well what's my foundation for my day what are the things i absolutely have to do like have to get the kids out to the you know to school have to make everybody you know lunch and breakfast and all the things and then dinner in the evening whatever it is there are things yes you're going to have to do but in those time periods maybe it's not just oh i have this 15 minutes i should do this listen to your body what do you want to do what energizes you in those 15 minutes and then you'll find all the other things magically find a space where you're energized to do them too i know it sounds a little bit crazy <laughs> i don't like using that word but i have found it to be really true so ask yourself what energizes you and let this week let the sun the solstice energize you get outside be in nature so so important that we connect it's one of the easiest portals i believe for connecting with yourself is through nature and the sunlight really is energizing if you've ever been to one of these more higher latitude parts of the world where in the summer the days are extremely long one time i was in iceland and got to experience that i think the sun set in like at a, like 11 p.m. and or it never really set it kind of got dusky and then and then the sun would then it would start to come back up and it changes your whole rhythm of your days and then in the opposite I've never been to a really high latitude place in the winter but I can imagine just even experiencing it here where I live in California the shorter days in the winter definitely make me want to sleep more and sleep longer and um go to bed earlier and stay in bed longer and it changes our whole yeah our whole rhythm So listen to your body and really absorb this amazing energy of the the height of summer. We're here. This is it. The days start to shorten from here in the northern hemisphere. For those of you in the southern hemisphere, you are in for longer days, which is always exciting as well. So keep all of that in mind this week. See how you feel. Let me know. I always love hearing from you. And please, yeah, come back next week. Love you all. Satnam. Namaste.